You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Stars win tonight with a final score of 6-2, topping the Devils. Great bounce-back game. As always, thanks to DraftKings. Use that promo code THPN to get some free goodies from them. James, that was a great way to respond to probably the worst game of the season what do you think yeah yeah i mean uh, i'm glad i didn't have to sit on that for another day just the stars being uh, awful uh they come out don't really change the lines either i mean they kept the lines the same for the most part uh that's credit to DeBoer. he likes doing that after big losses too um the only lineup change was because marchment got sick so but it's a it's a great response game. It was it, it wasn't. It, I don't think it was much better defensively, but uh, they actually went into the offensive zone tonight, and that that kept them out of our zone for longer. And we actually got chances to score goals this time. Yeah, and they really dominated in the offensive zone too. I mean, the Devils. We know they're not the best team defensively, and they were definitely suffering in goal tonight. But you have to give credit to the Stars for taking full advantage of it. I mean, it was, as soon as we broke free, kind of, in that second period, it was done. The game was over at that point. When we got the third goal, didn't matter. Game was over. The Stars piled it on even more as we went later into the third and into the into the second, even. So, yeah, I, I love the way this turned out. It's the perfect response, like I said, off the top. And the fact that we had the same lines together, like you were saying, James, makes it even better. And I, I like, I agree with you. I like that when DeBoer does that, it's like, this is y'all's deal. Y'all figure it out. And they figured it out. It was a great response. Stars have had good responses all season when they've had bad losses like that. That one was especially bad. And they have an especially good response against a bad team. And that leads to a very lopsided game. Because this was, I'm... after the first period, this was a dominating, a domination by the stars. The first period was a good back and forth period, very offensive by two teams that like to play offense. And, but after the first, there was no contest. So yeah, love that. Um, and really, really, I don't, that the devils are not bad because we mm-hmm. saw them get second in their division last year. And then even win a playoff round. I mean, they're not bad. They are hurt is what they are. And we took advantage of their hurt team and their struggling goaltending. That's that's what it really felt like tonight. Yeah, the goaltending definitely struggled. You could especially see that from the the Craig Smith goal in the beginning of the third period. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, the Devils are like one of the better. They're the best comeback team in the league, even better than the Stars are. Maybe maybe we'll see something in the third period. Nope, Craig Smith scores on a nothing burger. The dude saves it with his blocker, but he saves it into his own net. So that was that pretty shut down. That shut down the third period pretty quickly. But what did you think of this top line? Because we see again Pavelski being taken off that top line. 
this is more kind of a Sunday topic, I, I guess, but there's not too much to talk about, so I'm going to bring it up. But Pabst hasn't resigned for next year yet. And we see why it slot into the center role or to the wing role on that top line. And him and Rope, at the very least, have some insane chemistry. Yeah. And and them they have chemistry passing wise, but him and Robertson forechecking is like scary. Both of them are super, super hard on the forecheck. And they get lots of pucks that way. But yeah, I, that was one of the things that I am looking at this game. It's it's the initial passing of the torch is what it really feels like i mean he he gets not a lot in the past couple of games and then they switch him over to that first line and now he has like four or five points in the last three games it's it's really promising to see more for long term for stars fans to be like this is a line that works and works well and effectively i mean they were cutting through people like like air yeah yeah i got you there but yeah it, it definitely proves to me that e- even if pavelski is gone next season i don't know that he would because he's still scoring at a crazy pace especially for a guy his age but even if he is gone there's no reason to panic because we have Wyatt johnson there and he is slotting in super easily and he's looked this good all season he's looked fantastic he, he gets that first chance at the top line kind of early on in the season. It didn't work out, I think, because he was playing center. And then this most recent time, he switches to that wing spot to take to just purely replace uh, Pavelski on that. And he's looked so comfortable. And he's been doing the same things he's been doing all year, but they're going in now because he has better help around him, I feel like. He, he has the space now. I mean, that's really what it is. You... You flip Pavelski from the top line. He was getting most of his offense on the power play anyway, which we saw again tonight. Yeah. And you put someone who's going to create even more space for the two people who normally create space for Pavelski on the top line. I mean, it's it's a recipe for success. Yeah. And and that was a great segue to mention Pavelski because he looks great on the bin line. I mean, him with Ben just works. I mean, those two guys are so good in front of the net and that, power play goal kind of proves that exactly now i know that's not really them on their line per se but ben getting behind the net getting that quick pass to to pavs that is like that's peak like that's exactly what you want to see by those two guys is quick little passes right around the crease and those guys will always execute that and i feel like that line can get super dangerous just getting in get the puck deep get it to the point get it on net and find a way to put it in and and that can even be a consistent thing moving forward as well we saw that plan exactly some tonight as well. I mean, you saw Steele basically is the person who goes and gets it, or Ben, and then Pavelski sits in the high slot, and then they get it to the top, and Ben skates in front of the goaltender. <laughs> and I mean, with, and multiple times we had ch- tip chances. I mean, they didn't go our way tonight, on even strength, but you're, you're going to get chances doing that, and you're going to get goals when you do that. When you just throw it at the net, and you have two people there constantly and two people who are veterans and know what to do when they get the puck there, it's it's a dangerous line for a goaltender who is going to give up rebounds. Yeah. So now having this new line combination, it feels like we kind of have two like really ideal lineups that we can go with any game. And if we're ever in a slump or we're, we need to figure something out, like – we saw in the Vegas series late. I mean, we tried to change something up, but we didn't have anything else. I mean, we had one lineup all season. There wasn't really a plan B, but now it feels like 
this might even be plan A and the old lineup is plan B, but you have something that you can go to that feels comfortable that you've had success with. And I think that could really be a great tool, especially for DeBoer, as we talked about recently, him being able to make the right changes recently. This is going to be a huge tool for him to be able to have more impact game in and game out, especially as we go in on a series is just having another option and not just having to stick with the same lineup and trying to spread people out differently. And it, this first line is definitely faster. I mean, it creates, it, it has a stronger four check. It moves quicker. And we have, and when Pavs is on that line, it's more controlled. I feel like more structured. So mm-hmm. it's and, great to have both options is what I'm trying to say. And then you have the Sagan line up there with it too. I mean, if you, you can throw Sagan on the top line too, and you've seen Sagan work as the center as well. So Mm-hmm. Who who's to say that Sagan Johnston uh, Robertson doesn't work, you know, like that, that can be a first line option too. There's lots of things that can work there that we've seen fit nicely. So now we've seen uh, Sagan be able to cover for the center when hence drops out. And we've seen Johnston excels in the, in that wing position on the first line where Pavelski would normally be. Yep. It helps having a lot of first liners on your roster. I mean, this is this is the depth of the stars that we thought we would see this season. And yeah, being able to interchange like that with your top line and get better from this game, or at, at the very least, not lose anything. That's that's crazy. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Here's a couple of money lines for you for the games on January 9th. The Kings are taking on the Lightning. The Kings with a minus 115. The Lightning with a 105. The Sharks taking on the Maple Leafs with a plus 350 for the Sharks and a minus 455 for the Maple Leafs. And then you also have the Seattle Kraken taking on the Buffalo Sabres. The Kraken with a minus 108 and the Sabres with a minus 112. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Uh, that's Sagan line. Sagan Duchesne and tonight Dodonov with Marchment being out, which uh, turned into kind of a small storyline after the score tonight. But Dodonov looked a lot better, actually. He's kind of having a tough seasons, got a couple healthy scratches, not doing as well as he did last year at the very least. But he looked good on that line. And I think that might give him a little, little, little pep in his step. 
Any thoughts on that, James? Uh, I think he looks fine individually most nights. It's when he's trying to play with other players that typically I have a problem with him. I mean, he's he's normally, if, if there's offsides, he's normally the person who's offside, or he's normally the one that just misses the pass by like that much. And some of that is probably like, it. it's still a fairly new team for this dude. I mean, he still hasn't had a full season yet. Uh, 20 games will technically be a full season, but it's split between two years. And it it, it feels like he's kind of the... He's a good player, but doesn't have like a great spot in the lineup to sit. And that that's where it's like, it's kind of the same situation as uh, Guryanov, except Dodonov's actually good at playing hockey. <laughs> well, that would be an interesting thing for me to to see like a like a Bork or a Stankovan maybe slotting into that position late in the season if this whole Dodonov thing doesn't end up coming around the way it did last year. but. We've talked about that enough this season, I feel like, so we'll move on. <laughs> uh, the defense from the Stars tonight, uh, like you said, maybe not the best game defensively. We still allow 31 shots. Wedgie plays great. He has a couple of big saves. Um, how do you think the blue liners fared tonight, James? Um, I think it was fine tonight. A lot of it, we defaulted just back to to Lindell and Hawkenpah because we were up by a lot late. I think that last... That that last like ten minutes of the game, we saw the first line on the ice maybe three times. Yep. So, it, it's it's kind of hard for me to tell. But overall, I thought they played fine. Uh, there was that one time Hanley jumped up on the rush and passed it between his legs to Rope Hens after he already had two goals and they didn't shoot it. Mm. But uh, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the best play Hanley's ever made, and we don't get a <laughs> shot on goal from it, but. Yeah, I mean, they, they looked fine tonight. It, it, it's tough. It's makes it a little easier when you're playing against a, a tired team on the other side. I agree. I think it was fine. The slot chances, there wasn't too many of them. Uh, there was very few. For how many there, shots there were, there were not a lot of shot, slot chances. Yep, and that's kind of the thing you want to, this team prioritizes. The, the passes out of the zone are still really bad. I mean, the last uh, Devil's Goal shows that. I mean, I know it's garbage time, but that's just... I, I hate seeing lazy plays like that from from Lindell. And I know it didn't matter, but see, seeing it so difficult for our blue liners to make that first pass to get out of our zone is just so frustrating sometimes. And it's something that good forecheck teams really take advantage of. I mean, we have incredible struggles with teams like Carolina for that exact reason. Because if a team is able to forecheck us hard and get on our first passer, it, it puts us in a pickle. Because we don't have many guys who can make confident first passes. And it just amplifies it with the fourth line playing for like four of the last eight minutes. I mean, they played half of the last part of the game. Yeah. Fourth Sorry, line played a, where... a lot more than normal. <laughs> I don't know where I didn't know where I was going. Yeah. It, our, we had our worst players playing. So it, it, the stats would have even looked better for us if we had kept the foot down the whole time, which we didn't need to do because it was six to nothing. Um, yeah, that's all I got from tonight. Overall, just I'm very happy with the response of the, the group as a whole. I mean, everybody was way better tonight. And it's easy when you have such a terrible game in Philadelphia, but they did it and then they did even more. And it didn't matter that their opponent was playing bad. They still knew that they had to play up to their level, and they did that. And they dominated the game, took care of business, got the two points on the first of a back-to-back, -back, 
and we're going in tomorrow night with some momentum at, at least, and hopefully a little bit of extra energy. And we didn't even talk about the, you want to mention the Wyatt Johnson goal? Cause good night. That oh, was a dang yeah. goal. Let's and then we did mention specifics. that Wyatt Johnson goal was disgusting. And that better be on the top 10. That was nasty. I mean, he did it when we, when it was five Oh two though, but <laughs> so like a little bit of little bit of, eh, but it was, it was still a sick dangle around Luke Hughes, rookie defenseman. Yep. Yeah. And, I would say that, then, might, that might be some kind of crime to do that on somebody so young, but I, that's I just mean, me. Johnston's. The- <laughs> yeah. And, and then one other thing to mention, I don't know who this foot guy is at the end of the uh, what a, game. He, trying he to having it Robertson for no doing reason it all game long. What makes it worse is that we were on our last power play. We intentionally put out our fourth line, like our entire fourth line, the, the four yeah. people who are gone, go on the fourth line. We played the power play. And then the second, the first line touches the ice foot is on the ice and after robo like, yeah, calm down, dude. dude. Dude's just trying to make sure coach remembers his name. He'll be back in the AHL in no time. I hope he has fun down there playing against all the scrubs. Um, biggest winner, biggest loser. Um, biggest winner. I'll give mine to Wedgwood just because he still faced a high volume. There, there were very big stops he had. Stars were there for him on the rebounds all night long. I mean, mm-hmm. not a single rebound chance, basically, for the Devils after, like, the first minute. There was, like, that first minute where they had, like, three shots in the first 40 seconds, and that was really bad. But after that, I mean, we cleaned up his rebounds, he, and he stopped some the, – the few chances that did get to the slot, he stopped. So was, yep. he was pretty big tonight. And he used his head great. Multiple times. Multiple times. You'll only get that if you watch the game. I'm going to give mine to the other guy who definitely needs it. Rope Hints, absolutely great game. That second period, his execution is just top-notch. Anytime he gets the puck and he's in those cha- those spots, it's like 95 98% is going to go in the back of the net. He's just so consistent. Another shorty, and then another one from Johnson. I just – the dude is nuts. He – I feel like he even has another level higher than this that he that he could get into at some point. Because I mean, if he could really find more like, chances like this, he never misses. He doesn't miss. It's it's crazy. Uh, and even even tonight, he had that chance up close early that he elected to drop stuck. past to hints. Oh yeah, that I mean, one. Yes. yes. I, and, and, yeah, you're talking about completely the other one too. Like yeah. the, he does this every night now with this first line. He gets like three chances a night where it's like him and the goaltender and. Yep. So, sometimes he's too close and he can't get it high enough, but like it's all the time, all the time he's doing that and he's getting it even more now because the first line is just creating more space for him and he creates more space for the rest of them too. That's the one thing you can argue that he's not good at. He's not good around the crease. If he's not moving and he's right around the crease, the crease, he's not, yeah. he's not great at it. But if he's just a little bit further back or he's got some speed, whew, look out. Uh, biggest loser, James. Uh, foot. Screw that dude. What the heck, yes. man? Still, yeah. I mean, he he was he was talking it up all game long. Takes a penalty even, and takes one at the end of the game, and then they give him a ten minute misconduct as well because he deserved it. Yep, Luke Hughes got undressed and spanked on center ice. I mean, goodness, that's embarrassing. Um, I think that'll do it. We got another game tomorrow night against the Islanders at six thirty. 
it'll be me and Ryan giving you the AGR for that one. And it got a little bit more exciting, I might say. Patrick Wah makes his coaching return. He wins the the QMJHL with the uh, I, I forget which minor league or which major junior league team it is, but he also goes on to win the Memorial Cup with that team, um, which is like the the World Series of major junior hockey. So he makes his NHL coaching return first time since 2015. I don't know. He had three seasons with Colorado. Y'all remember that. It was crazy. It was fun. But we're going to see him back on an NHL bench. And I think tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow night's going to be his first game. And that's going to be pretty exciting. Um, anything else to, to throw in at the very end here, James? Uh, this first line. New first line looks really promising. It, it's, I want to keep seeing it. It is fun. Every game, even in the Flyers game, you saw glimpses of it. They didn't do it the whole time, and that was kind of a team-wide thing. But you saw two or three shifts where they were just flying around, circling the entire team, the entire opponent, by themselves, too. I mean, they don't they don't pass it up to the top as much as, like, Pavelski would on that line. They, they are just skating circles around the opposition, getting the defense flat, and then just attacking definitely exciting let's keep seeing it well that's gonna do it for us tonight guys thank you for tuning in we will see you again tomorrow night at 6 30 and uh i wish i could throw it over to somebody but it's me closing it out so gg boys